You're listening to the Can't Sell This podcast, dedicated to projects past that never saw the light of day. With your hosts, Hugh Elliott and Stefan Grambar. I got, uh, uh, so I'm still on vacation, and uh, I got the text from, I'm with uh, Virgin Mobile. I got the text saying that I have reached my maximum and I've used up 40 or sorry, $50 worth of extra data. Oh no. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's pretty consistent. Like when you're up at the, up at the cottage, there's not a lot I, I can do about that. Like I'm just, you know, using data hand over fist, check my emails and I'm, I'm freelance. You're, you're also freelance, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not really uh, on vacation. I just unemployed and not making <laughs> money. <laughs> so I'm not feeling great about being, I mean, I'm feeling awesome about being here, but I'm also very nervous about being here because every second I'm here, I'm not making any money. Right. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. So uh, any freelancers out there, you know, solidarity brothers and sisters, but, um, you know, I am taking full advantage of just constant chill out and, you know, checking my email when I can and reaching out to people who don't know I'm on vacation and saying, hey, remember when we talked about meeting up? Could that be in two weeks? You know? Yeah. I'm being clever about my, my vacation. It's good. Being clever about vacation is, quote unquote, vacation. Is and we've what already need to do. established that I'm only so clever. So <laughs> anyways, uh, I am Hugh Elliott. I am one of your hosts of the Can't Sell This podcast and um i am your other host uh, stefan grambart who i am deeply fond of oh thanks buddy oh you're welcome it's a mutual feeling thank you we haven't spent a lot of time together but but we the time we have spent together has been quality it has been that's true yeah but i believe stefan I believe that it's my story. It's my turn. Is that right? Yes, like we, it is. We, we did the uh, Secret Farms ranch. That was last week. Or week. Last time. Last time. Last time. So I have... I have... I want to... I'm going to break the mold a little bit on a <gasps> the fourth episode. I'm going to break the mold. It's so not going to be soon. one project. Not one project. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I don't like rules. We burn them. I set them. I set them myself. I set my own rules and I fuck myself. But no, that's why you set your own rules. You set your own rules so you have more rules to burn. That's right. (laughs) People say like, "What are you? What are you rebelling against?" I said, "What you got?" (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. No, that's from like Roseanne, I think, like the original Roseanne before she turned out to be a shithead. So, normally what we do on this is we talk about one project. And I have what I think are, I have two projects, but I think one is an evolution of the other. Okay. So, I, I had this first idea, and I, I didn't really pitch it around all that much. I really kind of discussed it really, you know, close to the chest, because I thought it was a good idea. But mostly I thought it was something I could get away with if I did it myself, I'm not really sure how many times to fan. I'm not really sure how many times you, you think like I could just do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that sort of idea of like I don't need anyone else. I can just write this, and then it's a thing, and then it exists. Yeah, or you know, or it's some kind of video thing, and I, yeah. I can just I can make that video and and put it up there. You know, yeah. so I, I do a lot of things in which I just make them happen, and I, I don't really think that hard about it because I can make them happen, and it's, it comes from having a varied skill set. Like my skill set is so varied that I can, you know make things occur if I have to have it. But, but with this, I thought I can't really make it happen. I needed somebody else. I needed right. somebody who had skills that I, that were outside my own. So right. here's, here's where it goes. So I'm going to give you the first one in which I had my first idea and I thought, okay, yeah, I, I can see how that would go. And then I'm going to give you the second one. I'm, I'm happy if we can riff off both. Okay. Okay. Um, but, but I really do want to. I want to talk about both. So, and I think we're at the point where we're. Whoops, sorry. I just uh, got rid of my own uh, my own link. Okay. So the first one, I called. <laughs> I called the. Uh, it was a web series. I was going to call the Bystander, which which had the optional second title of Collateral Damage. And mm-hmm. and the idea was that this was <laughs> this was someone that in every episode kind of got more and more hurt, and he would just or she would meet up with a friend, and that friend would go, "Holy shit, what happened to you?" And then <laughs> and then they would describe a scene from some kind of action movie, some famous action movie, you know, like, oh, I was on the rooftop of the Nakatomi Plaza building and this guy was shooting, <laughs> shooting up in the air and there was a helicopter and he was saying like, get off the roof. And I got hit in the shoulder by a, a spent bullet casing and it burned me. You know, like say that's the first yeah. one. Yeah. And that's just die hard. And all I would need to do is take a still out of that and put the person that I, is my cast member put them in that still with a burn and them going, ow, right? Like that was, right, right. that was the bystander. So like every episode was them going more successively hurt. So like sequentially, like, like just, they would always get more and more hurt until finally they're in the hospital. And so I was like, what happened to you? Oh my God, what happened to you? And like the full body cast yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. So like it didn't. I didn't have a plan for how many episodes it was going to be, but it was like this person was just the unluckiest motherfucker in the world. It has has essentially been in every action movie that's been released since and the And they've 80s. just been in every action movie. Yeah. And I swear to yeah, God, yeah. the reason it came up was I happened to, I happened upon the last action hero, where it was people just going like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Terrible movie, but. But people talk about it as like, oh, wow, yeah. Like if the real world was invaded by movies, like yeah. that's where that's where that came from. It's yeah. just. All right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I like I like this idea that um, it's repurposing uh, content that's already out there. I mean, you could do it without that. You could just have him be in. um like big budget movie style action sequences yeah that aren't from specific movies but then I think you like this is my whole thing with working with other people's property or as I like to call it OPP sure um, you know me yeah exactly 
Um, <laughs> so sometimes until an idea becomes a thing on its own, like a lot of my ideas are born out of watching other people's property, other people's IP. Uh, and, okay, sure. And they're often born within that IP. Um, but sometimes you just can't, you can't get away from it. Sometimes it's so integral to what you're doing. Um, it stays there. And if you take that away, then it doesn't work. In this case, I think it, it could work, but it loses some of its charm of like, what movie are we watching now? It absolutely had to, and like, so, so I don't know, I don't know if you're aware, but like, so I ran this uh, small project called Movies in Haiku, and the Movies in Haiku project was that I wrote a haiku about a movie, but I could never talk about what the movie was. I could, I could describe the movie. I couldn't use nice. proper names, and I couldn't say the name of the movie. So, like, you know, Universal Soldier had nothing to do with it. It didn't ever say Universal Soldier, Jean Claude Van Damme, right. or Dolph Lundgren, like that. That haiku. You had to guess it. So, like, I, I did have instances where I would read the haiku to somebody. They'd be like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, well, then I did a bad haiku. Right. Or you haven't seen it. Which which happened on occasion. But I don't, I, you know, like like I said, <laughs> it's funny. I was like, fuck rules. But I, like, I set my own rules. And, like, I have to follow them. You know? Like, yeah. Like, w- with, with movies and haiku, for instance... I couldn't tell you what the movie was. Like I, I couldn't do it. And after about a year of doing it, like I would be at bars and people I was with would be like, let's do haiku here, uh-huh. here. I'm like, I'm like, okay, well we can do it, but I, it doesn't give me any joy <laughs> oh. <laughs> because they would like, tell us which one was the best. I'm like it's bullshit. Don't make me judge you guys. Like that's not what this yeah. is about. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I didn't want to... I like the idea of that person had to describe the scene and you needed to be able to understand it in one frame. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, like that's... Like, like it had to be like... Like, uh, I was sitting on the street corner and a car went past and the building beside me blew up and a piece of shrapnel hit me in the back and I got this this big fucking bruise and it was you know I don't know 12 monkeys or something right 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 right. like I had this bad cough and it was 12 monkeys yeah but you you almost have to like you have to describe it like so that there's the iconic moments that's what I mean is is whatever whatever the moment is that is super super iconic I'm I'm sitting there tell me thing and my legs are just like crushed flat. And okay. my friend comes in and is like, oh my God, what happened to you? He's like, you are not going to believe this story. You know how, <laughs> how last month uh, I took that uh, that that uh, Doctors Without Borders trip to Borneo? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I had been working in this village. I was g- getting hot. I went down to the river. I was trying to, like, you know, just go for a swim, cool off for a bit. And there's this commotion in the jungle behind me. And, um, like, just down the river, I see a, these Indians uh, chasing this guy out into the, into, the, into the river. He gets on a plane, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And just as I do that, <laughs> this giant boulder runs over my legs. 
the boulder. <laughs> this it's perfectly awesome. round. I don't know how they polished it to get it that perfect. It's like a marble. Like here was... Bum, ba, 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 bum, ba, ba. Right. And as he was taking off, he said, Jacques, I hate snakes. <laughs> I was like, why is he That's talking? That's what I mean. Is like it has to. Yeah, yeah. Take a take a. Yeah. <laughs> every so like every scene. Do you think he should be like I should? So there's this is where I'm, this is where we need to go, and it's ridiculous that we need to do this. And this is a rule of mine. Is like, okay, so that is the forties, right? Right. Uh, Nakatomi Plaza. That's the eighties. Right. So would this person be? Let's make that person a kid, like a, like in his, like. He's oh, a kid. you're thinking about like a realistic time frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like, uh, who's the quantum leap? Uh, yeah. Right. Scott Bakula. So, like, like that would be the other <laughs> Scott Bakula. Well done. So, like, m- like, would that be the other thing? Is like, within his lifetime, all this shit has happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I initially I initially had been like okay well it doesn't matter what time it happens it was just this is it but that would make it more compelling to me is like that would give me a that would give me a, a new actor for every episode yeah either you use a new actor uh, or use the same actor and, and you just disregard the timeline um, if you did do one character throughout his life or her life like how unlucky is that person? Yeah, but then it, it also becomes an, there's another level of game, which is like, you know, what's his like? Like then you'd be like, well, he grew up in the jungles of Borneo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and he just have these scars of all these ridiculous, um, right, right accidents. Anyway, I like it. But I then, think it's, <laughs> there's definitely something. I mean, it's it, this is one of those things where. Um, it's not something where you'd be like, "Oh, that's a TV show. Or, that's a movie. That's a book I'm going to read. That's that's a an ongoing skit where I could yeah. see installments. You know, yeah. a short two minute installment every every other week, sort of thing. Yeah. You you could just keep like that's where you you should be pitching to to SNL. That that that's I mean, where you my, my feeling was that that it had a lifespan, and that at the end of it, it was mm. like the person was so fucked up that they were like debating whether to pull the plug. Oh. You know, whatever it was, that like whatever dark. whatever happened at the last one. I'm always dark. I'm always dark. So like at the last one, like it was just so it was so bad. <laughs> like it was just like like uh, Independence Day kind of yeah. thing you know what I mean like like he, like they were they were in the metro rail so the guy who says thank god for the metro rail like maybe he's the guy that was just or she was the person who was just outside of the fucking door yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like oh I was so following sorry. this dog in, into, the, into the tunnel when the blast was coming and I figured oh, oh there's a door man. and then the dog jumped in through the door and, <laughs> and I just and, literally and her got, owner got in, and yeah. I didn't. I got hit by a fucking car door, and next yeah. thing I know, I'm blacked out. And here I am in a hospital. Always by car doors. Always something. <laughs> it's always got to be the same thing. I was taken by surprise, right? Like, yeah. That to me is that's how it's so, that's how it's got to go. So here's my question. Yeah. What the hell did that evolve into? Oh, okay. So we're yeah. Thank you. That's a good segue. Good for you. No, but I'm serious. What? Like, 
So that that evolved into the hired goon. The hired goon okay. was another web series that I I came up with after the bystander collateral damage, where um, Alicia Alicia Bystander. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever the no. you can name her or him whom whatever you wish. <laughs> um, the hired goon. The idea was the same sort of situation in which. He would meet up with... It has to be a guy. I'm sorry to everybody that thinks that... You know what? It could be a woman. It's fine. She's got to be tough. You know, Ronda Rousey kind of big. Mm. Like, super mm-hmm. tough. Or uh, Bridget Nielsen. Oh. Red Sonia. Oh. So, anyways, it's got to be a <laughs> it's got to be a very tough human being. Can you tell I kind of like Bridget Nielsen? So... What they would do is they would meet up with their friend and that friend would show up and go, oh, man, what happened? Same thing. Because because the only reason they would meet up was that that, that person would be uh, drinking. And the only reason they're drinking is that they were out of a job. Right? That's the All concept. Right. All right. So the, um, the hired goon would say, well, I answered this Craigslist ad or Kijiji ad or whatever else, you know, is available at the time that this was recorded. And they would say, you know, uh, there was this guy hit a thing for, uh, you know, mackerel. And he was in this town called Gotham and he smelled really bad, but he paid really good. And man, this dude came out of nowhere. I mean, like he beat the shit out of all of us. Like I, I didn't know I needed combat training. Like I, I mean, like I missed probably about a week of it and I showed up late <laughs> and then he kicked the shit out of me and here I am. And like he's got like a black, black eye and a, you know, a nose thing. And I, I had this idea where it was basically he just this guy who was just kind of a big dude who had no other skills than to be hired by villains. And then every episode was him getting hired by a villain and fucking it up. Oh man, I mean, there's there's it's rife with yeah with episodes. But you could just you could just literally play with Batman villains. The entire time, there's. I mean, they're so colorful. It depended on how, depending on how popular the episode was. But I really saw Doctor yeah. No. I saw like Doctor No, where every bad guy was dressed in a certain outfit. Oh yeah, totally. So Have you like so many James Bond movies? They would put the bad guy in an outfit, and he'd be like, "Oh, that's a bad guy," you know. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." But, yeah. but you know, because because again, back to like. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in Commando like all the people that he beat the shit out of they were just kind of dressed like him you know if there had yeah. been anybody else on his team he'd be like oh I'm so sorry I beat you up I, I thought you were one of them <laughs> I thought you were one of them you snapped my neck you motherfucker I'm yeah. <laughs> paralyzed from the neck down <laughs> I will carry you out of here you. I will save you Alyssa Milano is my daughter you yeah. know yeah I am one of her two dads that was a no. Was that Alyssa Milano? That was twins. Yeah. No, no. Alyssa Milano wasn't in twins. No, but was she in? I was talking about uh, my two dads. Yeah. Holy shit! You might be right. No, no, no. She was with um, Fudge. Ah, uh, we're the worst. We're the worst. Yeah, no. Gen Xers in the world. In, in in the world that I grew up in, um, and Tony Danza. 
She was in Tony Danza. Tony Danza's kid. Joke number one: Alyssa Milano was in My Two Dads. Uh, but but real fact, um, I'm pretty sure I remember a sequel to The Three Amigos. So, what? Um, there was no sequel to The yep, Three Amigos. My favorite movie, and I remember seeing the sequel. So, I have a feeling that uh, I I somehow jumped to a parallel shark. universe. <laughs> I jumped a shark and ended up in a different universe where there is no sequel to. Uh, the three amigos, right? Uh, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, who's the boss? Wait, who's the boss? Who's the boss? You're right. Yeah, That's the one. What, what, I don't I need just, to be right. I, I Google had a, is right. I had a point about um, hired goon. Oh, good. Um, yes. Okay. So, have you ever seen the Flint movies? Yeah, uh, my man Flint and in in, in yeah. yeah, our man Flint and in like Flint. No. So. Uh, I actually haven't, okay. which is weird because I'm a huge movie nerd. But oh, okay. dude, they they are they are gems. They are super fun. Um, but same idea, like that. Uh, if you watch like the first Austin Powers movie, there's so many Flint references. Like clearly, Mike right. Myers was watching those movies the same way me and my buddies were, and we're like, this is ridiculous. We have to parody parody this. Right, 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 right. But yeah, like the whole the whole idea of the henchman. The idea that they, uh, you know, they have this uniform and like the idea of taking um, company culture and applying that to the henchmen, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so I got to go down to HR and file yeah. a complaint because uh, I just Meredith yeah. thought I was hitting on her and I totally wasn't. I just I just wanted my juice box. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, the break room. Said that, that's sucks. a juicy box, yeah. and like next thing yeah. I know, like you know, I'm in HR. I think that's like honestly, like that was that's why, you know, the collateral damage or the bystander, Alicia bystander, was was, a, you know, the first one, where I saw the end to it. But I, but I mean, hired goon was was the one where I, I just sort of saw it, yeah. it, it could keep going yeah, yeah. because there's always a bad guy. Yeah, and I mean. Know? We talked back in our first episode about um, not just the the the, the weird uh, forget me not idea, but also about some generic sort of dumb superhero powers, right? Right. Yes, of course. And and with that, I mean, I there was always this idea. Like, I, I just I can't. I love superheroes. I love superhero comics, but I also just can't take them seriously because I always start thinking about real world problems. Right, you know, like, like, wouldn't there be have to be some kind of like a reporting to the city on you know the Bat Cave and you know like architectural plans? Wouldn't that have to be somewhere? Or you know, ha- does Spider Man have to dry clean his own uniform, his own costume? Or yeah, you know? right. So so and with villains, it's just this. I always had this idea of, of of not just the henchman, but the villain mastermind themselves having like a really hard time, not only in, in finding um, finding help, finding goons, you know, having to do the like. I mean, they've done the joke now in Deadpool too, with you know going to LinkedIn to find people's resumes as yeah super superheroes or in my case, super villains. Um, but even the idea of like you know, so this is our budget. Um, secret layer. It's it's literally my apartment, and I have a roommate, so we need to stay away from his stuff. 
right, you right. Know, or uh, or the idea that you know the supervillains go to rob the bank and there's another group of supervillains there or they just robbed it the day before so oh, all the supervillains are going to get like we got to get a schedule together look we can't all be robbing the same bank bank on the same <laughs> it's our, day it's our Google calendar yeah so like, like this is where I'm going. So they go to the bank and they go to rob it and the teller's like, we have no money because, you know, the Black Falcon was here yesterday and he robbed the place. And then they're just like, I'm but, sending okay, the so, Black Falcon an so angry here's, worded here's, email. Here's, to me, is here's the here's the funny thing. is like when we talked about uh, my my general story, right? Like yep. the idea that the person planned it all out. So when you're a, when you're a supervillain, I mean, <laughs> would it be weird that maybe you also purchased a dry cleaner and maybe would it be weird that you also purchased a uh uniform outfitter i drove past a store that sold uniforms i mean their whole thing was they said chef's uniforms but what if it was like they just had a bunch of seamstresses on staff there's a lot of s's and i think my mouth is full of saliva seamstresses on On staff. staff and this guy could just be like, look, I own it. This is your plan. Make me a bunch of uniforms, a ton of XL, and maybe a couple of double XL. Because <laughs> if it's chefs, it's all like, you know, maybe medium and a bunch of smalls and like one L. But like, you know, with henchmen, it's like make it a giant fucking uniform yeah. every yeah, fucking yeah. time. <laughs> it's a lot of, that's a lot of black. I don't care how much black you use yeah, maybe their first heists are even just to get more fabric. <laughs> like, I'm all out of black, and I can't afford to get any more black. You're going to have to settle for another fabric color. Well, what do you have land. that's cheap? Fabric land. Yeah. <laughs> fabric land was robbed last night. All black and grays. Yeah. And one bolt of white for accents. They, they, they left the safe untouched. And they left one card. That's a thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So the henchman was, so yes. And to bring us back to the real world, but it was, it was, it was one of those things where I thought the bystander was a great little story. I thought it was one of those things that I could Hmm. do maybe 12 episodes out of web webisodes. We, yeah. we, we, we were talking webisodes like a decade ago is all webisodes. Yeah. So like, I thought I could do 12 or 10 webisodes. Like I could, I could pick 10 movies that I thought were great that wouldn't send me cease and desist orders. <laughs> oh, let them send. Well, I don't know, man. Have you had C and D's? I've had a couple of C and D's. And it's not, it's not awesome. Like, I mean, I, I got a and d from, uh, excuse me, uh, they sound like Moni pictures, starts with an S, and they had a, 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 a movie called Fight Club. Oh, sorry. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So I made a, a haiku about that, and I put, I put a print up, and they... Oh, are you serious? Yeah, so they... they they went through Etsy and they, they found people that put Fight Club in their titles. So I got a and d from them and, and I said, well, like, what if I didn't have Fight Club in my title? And she said, that's fine. This is their IP lawyer. I was like, what if I don't do that? She says, that's fine. So I called it <laughs> my title on Etsy. It's gone now, but it was Eit Fay Upclay print. <laughs> Punch <laughs> 
Yeah, I pointed out to her that, that yeah. I, I never actually said anything about the movie beyond calling it Fight Club. Yeah, well. Yeah. And and she was like, that's fine. You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> I changed the eight Faye, up Clay, and I never did. Well, I mean, Hired Goon... I was just noticing when we started out I was like oh this would work great with these IP characters that would totally right. give you a cease and desist um, because you could just play up on all the wackiness of, of the, the Batman villains but the more we've talked about it now the more I realize you could play with generic tropes here and make up your own characters sure um, and as you start to breathe more life into them that's when Hired Goon starts to become its own cinematic universe. Right. What would be interesting is is if Hired Goon and Bystander run into each other. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, say say they're just, like, one's having breakfast after a hard fucking day at the office, and the other one just got out of the hospital, and, and, he, and they're just having a coffee, and, like, one goes, oh, man, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out yeah. they're the same fight. It I just was there. Be, it just yeah. happened. Oh my god, I was totally there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I threw that boomerang. That was me. That was me. I'm sorry. You know. I've been trying out this new theme thing because, like, it seems like it gets me more job interviews. If I, I get have more a jobs, theme. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the boomer thing. Boomer thing. Like, I, <laughs> it's a boomerang with grenades on it, and like I pull the pins and then I throw it. And it embeds into a wall, and then the other guy goes, "Yeah, that uh, that wall exploded, and I have a piece of shit in my eye that I had to get pulled out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the machete. I'm the machete. No, dude, for real. Like you, you just hit a whole bunch of hemlock, and like I'm allergic to that, and like yeah, <laughs> I got it's a bunch like, of lesions on my skin. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, oh, I was, I I was, I was you know, like, I honestly didn't think. I, I was just going to move so fast. I couldn't. I, I thought I was going to just kill somebody and not make them uncomfortable. If I'd known, <laughs> I would never uh, have done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, priceless. But see, okay, so that's why the, that's why both of those are in the same episode. Yeah, totally. They they they're similar but different concepts. Yeah, yeah. Well, Stefan, I I think we might be, I think we might be done. Yeah, that was another really fun episode. Thank you for that sharing. That was a fun episode, and this is another while I'm where I'm on the island, so I feel it's okay. But I'm gonna have to say it. Mm-hmm. We are four episodes in Mm -hmm. and we may not have been able to sell these ideas but they sound pretty fucking sellable right but that's not that's not our problem that somebody else can sell them all right are we giving people permission is that what we're doing huh no 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 what we're gonna do is (laughs) send cease and desist letters if you're a fan of this podcast and you've been listening to it and the bystander or uh, the um, ranch dressing or the general or the fucking forget me not or memory link I think I called them yep or um, 
was a hard goon. Like if any of those catch your attention, you're like, oh, I do want to make that happen. Fucking make it happen, but reach out to us. Yeah, we'd love I've to make it, it happen loud, with you. Doesn't mean, yeah, it doesn't mean we don't own it. They can't, they, we can't sell it, but we can't sell it right now. <laughs> we can't sell it, but you can't sell it either. <laughs> I thought it was one of the funniest comments when you when when you were talking about the Marvel guy and you had said, uh, "Yeah, we can't sell that." And I was like, "No, you can't, you sell, can't it. sell that." Yeah. <laughs> that was a great. Which is true. That was an observation. That was very true. That was an observation. So, anyways, I am Hugh Elliott, and I am Stephen Grabbar, and this was the you can't sell this. You can't sell this. Someone can. Bye. This episode of Can't Sell This was produced in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All creative content contained in this episode is copyright Stefan Grambart and Hugh Elliott. Intro voice by Jeff Wright. Recording engineer at Studio 306. Intro music track is Energy by Not Of from their 2015 album Peak. Questions or comments can be sent to admin at can'tsellthispodcast.com. Any other information can be found at can'tsellthispodcast.com. We'll see you.